Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? Doing real well. Thank you for asking. We got uh, some new music to cover this week, which is always fun. Yeah, starting uh, near the end of season two, we decided, you know what, let's just do a monthly new music mix because there's just so much new music. Like it's it's crazy how much new music there is out there. And um, it's always fun discovering stuff. It really is. Yeah. And if you are like most people, you probably kind of stop keeping up with new music at some point uh, as you get older, and, which is totally normal. I mean, I am super guilty of that. And so I like this as like a forcing function of being like, no, I will <laughs> listen to new music. I will try to discover new groups. Um, and hopefully we help you do the same. So that way, you know, if you've got, especially if you've got like children, like this is helpful because then you're like, oh, I know, I know who you're listening to. I know all about the cool new bands. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's something new or something new from an old band or yeah, I feel like we've got a nice mixture of, you know, probably things people have heard of and, and things that are brand new to people. We do a pretty good job of that. So, um, well, without further ado, let's get into it, Samri. Your first pick, um, you went with Lucky Just to Be Here by We Are Scientists. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just so lucky to just to be here. It's great. <laughs> it's um, just, it just on title alone you picked it, right? You just, it's exactly <laughs> how you felt. <laughs> which is funny because really the song is quite gloomy and, and like very morose sounding um i think it's like a post breakup song from what i can tell and he's kind of lamenting like the end of a relationship but he felt like at least he was lucky to be there like he was lucky to have that experience uh so i think you know oftentimes we we find ourselves in relationships that come to an end and you know, while it can be very heartbreaking, we can also maybe hopefully take some level of positivity on it of just being like, well, you know, it was great while it while it was there, while it lasted. Um, but, you know, this has all the qualities of a song that I'm going to pick because it, it does have that kind of gloomy intro. Um, you know, it's kind of like a down song. And then the last two minutes, because it's I think it's over five minutes long. Yeah. Um, the last two minutes are just crazy sound, you know, uplifting kind of has this huge buildup and almost a hopeful element to it so i think you know he's really trying to kind of get to that point of like yeah this was like really crummy and that this thing is over but there's always something on the horizon um and it also had like a little bit of a killer's vibe to it which i i really like and we are scientists is a group that i started to get into in this last year i think there was a song that came up on like an autoplay on one of my devices uh from them and really liked them and so now um you know whenever i saw that they had new music coming out i was very excited to check it out so i think this is a band that i'm going to be listening to a lot more this year well and they i was not familiar with them either but then i was shocked to learn they formed in 1999 and they have like seven studio albums i was like wow, wow. these guys are, are pretty prolific for someone maybe you haven't heard of um 
but yeah, I agree. I, I like this song and it was funny. One of my first notes I wrote, you know, that I like the, uh, the slow build into this one. And then I paused and wrote Sam and I are becoming the same person, you know, like it was just that. <laughs> That's, that's that, gonna be a problem. That, <laughs> <laughs> or our our new music mixes are just gonna be six songs. It's gonna be just... six songs. We just picked the same six songs. We're not even trying. <laughs> um, no, but I did like that. But it just kind of made me laugh because I was like, "That's that's kind of your thing." Is these these you know kind of sadder songs that just build up? But yeah, for a band I had never uh, really you know heard before, I really uh, enjoyed this one. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a little gloomier, but then it really picks up. It's got kind of a cool sound. So, yeah, good pick. Thank you. There's there's a song on here that you picked that I found myself liking and had a, a another hey, moment of horror being like, that? oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's possible we'll reach this nexus where it's just the same six songs. Um, but this next song, I was, you know, I'll be honest, I was not surprised to see you. I was happy to see it. Um, and it is The Deep and Dreamless Sleep by Weezer. Yeah, we had to check in on Weezer. Of course, in 2022, they set out to release four EPs on the start of each season. And so they did, you know, spring, summer, fall, and winter. This is off the winter release that came out at the end of December. Um, really like it. There's a lot of good just, you know, references here. to They really do set the, uh, set the setting, if you will. Um, you know, around like the kind of this winter's day and this long sleep and how it's going to kind of, you know, that is sort of the cure all is kind of how he describes it. I, um, I appreciated this one because I do not remember any of my dreams. Like I'm a really deep sleeper. I don't sleep for very long, but, but when I'm out, I'm out and I never remember any dreams or anything. So I thought the title here was perfect for me. Um, and then I also thought it was cool that within this winter, EP that they've got, I felt like the end sounded a little bit of tr- like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I thought that was really neat how they ended it that way with kind of this, uh, whether it was intentional or not, they kind of touched upon some of the uh, some of the sounds that you might hear from them usually around uh, Christmas time. Yeah, I have to imagine like <laughs> groups like them and then also Mariah Carey's song, of course, you know, like if you looked at a chart for music play, It'd just be like this flat line. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> November, like 29th hits. <laughs> Sales are up. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, We're they make all their, all their streaming dollars come in the last six weeks of the year. <laughs> and then it's right back to zero again. Yeah. Um, Guys, what are we up to? Seven? Seven plays? <laughs> God, it's that's, October. Oh, so that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, one, no one cares for us. Until Thanksgiving, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough being having like a seasonal band. Um, but yes, I, you know, like I said, I was not surprised to see this. We had to round out all four seasons from Weezer. I thought it was a really clever way to release what is effectively a single album because each EP, you know, is only like a handful of songs. So on the whole, you've got this whole year now of seasons, which I thought was really cool. I love the, I love a lot of the lyrics in this one, the one that I want to call out is when he sings, you know, now the sun goes down and the flurries fall on my lonely home. I can watch a play, read some Hemingway, but I probably won't. And what I like about that is 
I often go into winter with this idea of like, I've got some time off. I'm going to do all these things. Like, it's going to be amazing. This really like restorative calm time. And then instead, I kind of just like sleep and rest. Um, So I think this is a very, (laughs) you just hibernate, very appropriate. I just hibernate. I think humans (laughs) should hibernate. I think, you know, all of us come December need to just disappear for two or three months and reset. Not a bad idea. I also, I fully support the siesta. From our friends over in Spain, right? Where it's like, let's just yes. kill the afternoon and like stay up late, get up early. I love all that, you know, but yeah, not an afternoon. I'm guy. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there for it. Me neither. Um, well, speaking of sleep, I mean, it's appropriate we go from the uh, deep and dreamless sleep into this next song because track three is Wake Up by Young the Giant. I know. We didn't even plan that. Oh, we did. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so Wake Up by Young the Giant. Um, Young the Giant is a band that I like, uh, their songs appear here and there throughout the years of my life. So I'm also interested in getting into more of their music because every single time I listen to a track of theirs, I'm like, I really like this. This is really good. Um, And so finally, you know, I'm going to make that commitment of being like, I'm going to listen to more of Young the Giant. So that'll be kind of a a music resolution, if you will, since we're still in the month of January. Um, But yeah, you know, this is this is a song really about effectively kind of like this Hinduism idea of reincarnation. Um, He's speaking to Vyasa, who is a Hindu poet. Um, You know, this is following this idea that I think waking up is effectively waking up into a new life. And then you just keep doing it and keep doing and keep doing it until you reach nirvana. So this idea is that you keep reincarnating until you end suffering and reach a state of nirvana. And you kind of exit what's known as samsara, which is that whole cycle of rebirth. Um, All of that's happening thematically in the song and and lyrically. But I just think it's it's a great song. It, It has this really cool um you know element to it of just having a lot of like indian influence on the sound um and yeah i really like the the overall feel of it and i think winter is a time to kind of start anew you know that's like what nature does and so i think thematically it belongs here as well yeah i loved how cool it was they were able to you know kind of summarize what you just i mean an entire philosophy to a degree within like this song right and, and the lyrics here and just the you know kind of reiterating nirvana on the last try but even if you're not you know it's not it's not something where you have to ascribe to the philosophy you know the sort of idea of nirvana on the last try i really took to that where it was just like kind of sticking with something right so even if you're not going to sit there and say i believe in reincarnation or i believe in this that or the other it's like, all right, well, maybe just sticking with something until you achieve it and you get to that nirvana on the last try, right? So I, I kind of took it, took from that, you know, that as well. So I, I really appreciated the fact that they were able to summarize something pretty dense in in kind of a four-minute song here. But um, on top of that, I think there's a, a non-philosophical message you could take, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I took a, a philosophy of Eastern religions in, in college. I feel like I could have just listened to this song. I would have gotten, you know, a big chunk of it done. <laughs> would, have saved you, would have saved you quite a bit of time, I bet, right? <laughs> a lot of reading. Yeah, it saved me a lot of reading. <laughs> uh, all right, track four. I'm very happy to see this. Love whenever we can feature artists that we have had on our show. And this is Tifa by Megaran and Ryoko. Yeah, so Mega Rand came on the show season one, and for those of you who uh, you know didn't didn't listen to that episode or, or have just forgotten it because we've done quite a few episodes since then, you know he's in the vein of these nerdcore rappers, right? So he's done like three albums that are thematically about 
professional wrestling. Uh, at the time we had him on, he was promoting his album called Live 95, which was kind of a tribute to the NBA in the 90s. Um, this one's a little different. I mean, it's a, it's a very kind of serious topic. And I think he does such a great job telling this story. Kind of had a real throwback feel to it. That's what I like about a lot of his songs was is just, you know, the sound of it. But um, one thing I discovered digging into this one is that it's actually from an album called Final Fantasy VII, where the uh, these two rappers, Mega and, and another guy, they took the, the songs and the beats from that video game and kind of created raps based off of that. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool, sticking to his nerdcore roots while, uh, while still singing a song that thematically is pretty different. Yeah, I, I I was really interested to see how you were going to describe this because I played Final Fantasy VII for like three <laughs> years of, of my childhood. It took so many hours of my life. Um, at some point, I think I got the flu and I was so excited because I could just stay home and play that straight. And I, I think it, it was like one of those things is, you know, I was like a young middle schooler and my parents would be like, how are you feeling? And you're like, oh. <laughs> I think I need to stay home again. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. okay, did you immediately recognize the beat here? Because I didn't. I never played fa- yes. Final Fantasy VII. I'm I'm a lot older than you, so like that was never <laughs> in my wheelhouse. <laughs> immediately, and so I love the opening where he has this like <sighs> reminiscing, like how he opens that, and because that's exactly how I felt the second that that's Tifa's theme is like that backbeat, that sampling beat that that runs throughout it. Um, and he's telling the story of, of Tifa and Cloud, which are the, you know, two of the kind of the main groups or characters in this troop of, of characters that you play in the game. Um, so absolutely loved it for this element. And I, I, yeah, I thought like, what a cool way to kind of tell that story through rap. And he's so talented and, and he was such a joy to have on the show. So if you didn't listen to that episode or um, you just want to check in on it again, it was such a fun time having him. That's really cool because I knew nothing about uh, the game or the story and I still just listened to the song and I was like, oh, this is such a cool story. Like what a what a neat, you know, story. And I thought, wow, this is very different. And then when I looked it up and realized it was kind of based in this video game, I was like, okay, that's more on brand for him. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. Track five, you picked I Don't Know What You See In Me by Belle and Sebastian. Yes, a new Bell and Sebastian album coming out. Uh, this was kind of a surprise for a lot of people. So this is pretty exciting. Um, you know, this kind of reminded me also of The Killers. I don't know why everything reminds me of The Killers on this mix, but it does. Or possibly even a Keen track. Um, that's, you know, it's like a little different for them. It was a little different of a sound for Bell and Sebastian. In fact, the first time I was listening to it, I was like, wait, who? Who is this? And I was a little surprised to see um, that it was this duo. So... Uh, love that it has like a throwback sound. I love how catchy the chorus is, um, you know, that speeds it up a little bit. Funny enough, I, I wrote on this one that that the chorus has like a fits in the tantrum feel to it. And then I was laughing to myself because I don't know if you noticed, but if you ever like watch football, they will sometimes describe plays using another sports analogy. They'll call like a touchdown home run or play a home run or something or like, <laughs> right, yeah. and I'm like, you already have a sport that has this thing named. You don't need to bring in another sport, right? To like name <laughs> this, to name this event in this sport. And I feel this happens a lot with music. Like you're naming a band sound with other band sounds and you're like, no, but this is their sound. This is like, their sound. <laughs> so I, I realized I was doing that too much um, as I was listening to it. But yeah, very cool. You know, new track. Excited to hear their new album. <laughs> That's great. Um, I yeah, I really like this song. I um, 
you know, I just loved it maybe thematically, right? I don't know what you see in me. Like I, you know, probably have had that thought about my wife when she looks at me, right? Like I don't know what you see <laughs> in me here. But I do um I do like that he says like in the end he knows not to give uh, this person up, which I thought was really cool. Like, it's like, you know, as much as you don't know, as much as you don't understand about the relationship, when you're in something good, it's like, hang on to it. So, um, yeah, I love this one thematically. So great pick. Yes. All right. This was this next track is the one that I kind of was like, oh, no, I like this. And every time every time there's like a country sound and I have that, re that reaction, I think we got to shut this podcast down. This is dangerous stuff. Um, it is, of course, Memory Lane by Old Dominion. So Old Dominion's a pretty recent country band, but they have this sound. I, I don't know if it's the lead singer or what, but I can just listen to these guys all day. Um they have kind of a sound, you know, it's more throwback country. It's not like that new poppy kind of country, but they're a little bit more like the country from the 90s, which, you know, country fans out there who love 90s country know what I'm talking about. But it's uh, it's just a great sound. And, and like I said, I really love that lead singer's voice. But, you know, this one's such a, you know, it's a real straightforward song. Just Just thinking back on memories and, you know, with your partner and, when you were young, you had a hundred years ahead of you, just kind of those fun memories that come back to you. So, um, yeah, I just thought, you know, it, there's, there's nothing real complex about this one, but it's a real straightforward and it's kind of a toe tapper. You're going to get into it. Um, you know, no matter, you know, like yourself, whether you're a country fan or not. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I literally have here, uh, it's got a foot tapping quality to it uh, and then I found myself enjoying the sound quite a bit. And you're right. Like, it's just, it's a pleasant song. Like, it's just nice to kind of um, take a trip down memory lane. And as he says, like, if you could build a house, like you'd build it there and just being nostalgic. And he talks about the song, you know, being written from the point of view of like, sometimes you're just overwhelmed. You're dealing with all the fears and anxieties of life and everything that's going on. And you kind of just want to bring yourself to, to a happy place and, and think about the times um, that you've appreciated and be grateful for that. So I like it from that perspective. All right, track seven, great question song title. Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard by Lana Del Rey? <laughs> yes, this is a good question uh, track to go on our question mix. Um, I did not know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard, so thank you, Lana Del Rey, for teaching me and presumably millions of others <laughs> about this old defunct tunnel called the Jurgens Tunnel that was built in 1927, and it was to effectively kind of ferry you know pedestrians safely underneath uh ocean boulevard to get to the beach and it's actually quite beautiful i feel like back in the day people built really nice tunnels and like we kind of don't do that anymore it's like old new york subway stations are beautiful and then, then we kind of just stopped funding the mta and now they're mostly junky um but you know <laughs> tunnels aside let's quick, talk about the sound quick shout out to our new sponsor mta if you're getting around the city Get there. There's no better MTA. way. <laughs> okay, back to the show, Sammer. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Um, yes. So this, you know, she's got a new album coming out. Um, and so you, she could have also asked, like, did you know I've got a new album coming out? <laughs> because... <laughs> Because that's kind of what thematically the song is is about. It's really, it, you know, it's a very sad song. I think she's writing from a point of view of like things get forgotten through time. Um, you know, like we we kind of we celebrate people, especially in the world of like fame and music and movies and and celebrity. We celebrate them, we prop them up, we make them huge deals, and then you know the next 
person comes along, the next thing comes along and we forget and we move on. Uh, so this is, I think, her kind of dealing with that reality of being in this space of like eventually everything gets forgotten. And so just as this tunnel was this celebrated thing, I'm sure it is launched and was used by thousands of people. We've all kind of forgotten that it exists and we've moved on. We've literally paved over it and shut it down and, and all that. So uh, I think, you know, it's a very sad song. It's like a, a very like introspective one, but um, I just I love her voice. She has this really haunting quality to her voice. And so I think that plus, you know, thematically what she's thinking about is really quite powerful. I felt myself getting really sad this morning as I re-listened to this. <laughs> it's like, oh no, what am I doing to myself? But hopefully, you know, thankfully the next track that we'll cover here in a second picked me right back up. So it's good. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I love the theme here of equating forgetting someone in your life like a kind of an obscure trivia fact, right? Because I, I feel like I know a lot of trivia and every now and then I will forget something, you know, something random like that, but it's kind of in that same vein. So I, I appreciated that analogy, but, but here's the other thing that struck me. You talked about her voice, which I really, I love the sound of her voice on this song, but, you know, listening to the lyrics, it's like Harry Nilsson has a song, his voice cracks at two Oh five. That's like something you or I would say on this show. So it's like, right. but it wouldn't sound nearly as good as her. Like she's just, it's almost like she could just list facts. I remember the old American Idol when Randy Jackson was on and he'd be like, yo, mm -hmm. you, you could sing the phone book. And it's like, yeah, I mean, she's just kind of, you know, talking here. It seems like with some of these lyrics and yet it sounds so much better than you or I talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Lana, if you want to come in on the show and kind of co-host, uh, we'd love to have you. It'd be great. You can or, intersperse some facts here yeah, and there. Yeah, she could just read transcripts from the show, right? Like, just imagine these <laughs> words, but Lana <laughs> Del Rey is singing them. I don't know. You know. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be beautiful, for sure. <laughs> All right, track eight, uh, the, the pick-me-up track after, after this last one, and this is La Fine by Maneskin. Okay, this is entirely in Italian, and when I first listened to it, I was like, I don't understand a word, but I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> yep, classic. And, and even when I translated it, it's kind of about this, you know, vagabond or outcast. He's, he's kind of traveling around, trying to find a place. You know, he can't he can't find a home necessarily, right? So he keeps moving from place to place. But so, like, if you just read the lyrics, it might be a little sad, but... I mean, don't do that. Just listen to the song and you'll be in a great mood because I was just like, this song rocks. I mean, it is just, and he's talking so fast and I don't understand it, but uh, it's great. Anyway, you should definitely check this out. I agree uh, with everything you just said. Yeah. It's got such like this high energy, kind of angry energy to it almost in a way. Like it's a great rock song. I think Italian works really well with rock because Italian like just sounds so fast because they kind of mush things together so much um, like linguistically. And so it works really well. Like I kind of want to hear like system of a downs toxicity, but all in Italian now. Like mm. I want some, <laughs> I want Serge to learn Italian and, and <laughs> re redux that album because I just have a feeling it would be really, really good. <laughs> that would be a pretty good bit for a band it's like you know like when taylor swift re-recorded all her albums to kind of take back her her master tracks it's like we're gonna yeah. re-record everything but in italian and it's like who is this for <laughs> i don't <laughs> 
uh, for the great people of Italy, of the course. The great people um, of Italy. The great people. But yeah, I, I, I also obviously, you know, looked into the English translation and I think it is like someone running. I took it maybe running from like fame or celebrity even like a, or a lifestyle you don't want and the attention that comes from that, um, you know, as he sings, like even the prettiest rose has its thorns. Maybe the only answer is leaving or staying here and wasting away. So it's like kind of these choices of you you stick around and waste away or you just keep moving. Um, so I, I maybe that's what it's about. But you're right. Don't it, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy the rock song. It it's a great matter. one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of fun songs, your next track is definitely in that category. Track nine is Heaven by Fitz and the Tantrums. Yeah, I remember when he went by Fitz and Fitz in the Tantrums, I guess. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I guess that that's was over weird. with. <laughs> yeah. I, either that or it was like truly like a, a find and replace typo or something and everyone just <laughs> rolled with it. <laughs> when they were labeling the band, like someone just pasted it in twice and they were like, sure, why not? Just go with that. <laughs> it's fine. We'll just go with it. So yeah, so back to just Fitz in the Tantrums. Um, you know, this band... We talk a lot about like Weezer having a sound that is very consistent and, and almost like a Weezer filter. I'd say Fits in the Tantrums is, is in that category. Like every album they release is like another album of theirs. Like they're not doing anything too far off base. And that's great because like if you like them for what they are, like you're going to continuously like their new music. And, and this is in that category. Um, just kind of like a fun song about going out, going hard. I love this idea of literally he says, you know, we say forever and ever, but we don't know when it's over. So let's go hard. We get to heaven hungover. I just think it's kind of funny and dark in a way, but based on how you want to read heaven, you know, like you, you've either you've either died and you arrive hungover or you're trying to reach the state of just feeling like you're in heaven and like having a lot of fun and, and you know, you're going to be hungover the next day as a result. So, um, you know, a little fun little party track and, and great high energy from from this band, as always. Yeah, these guys are always fun. My son loves the song Hand Clap. Like, that's a big favorite mm. um, of his. But you're right. They have a pretty consistent sound. And um, it's, yeah, it's just always a great time. But yeah, this one, you know, is pretty straightforward. Like, just, you know, kind of a kind of a YOLO vibe to it, right? <laughs> like, you don't know what's yes. going to happen next. And uh, hey, let's just have fun while we're here. So um, no, nothing wrong with this one. I think it's just a great track to sit back and enjoy. In the same vein, uh, track 10 is, I think, another pretty straightforward one and, and one that had so many lyrics I wanted to call out. Uh, I just really enjoyed this one. And it is Famous on the Internet by Young Rising Suns. Yeah, I thought this one, I, I wasn't familiar with these guys, but I thought this one was so well done in that they kind of took all these like hashtags and like, you know, internet related terms and sort of put them together in this really cool way and, and constructed their lyrics like I think the one that I called out um, is fake news, Drake memes, fit frames, blue jeans, follow back, please. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> right. just all these kind of things sort of mashed together. Um, but they do a really good job of it and put it into this sort of poppy rock song kind of feel to it. Uh, it's not it's not hard rock at all. It's a little bit more mellow. Um, I don't think they're positively endorsing becoming famous on the Internet. Um <laughs> They're just kind of talking about all the things that go along with being famous on the internet, I guess. 
Right. Yeah. Like all the I took it as almost like a negative read on like kind of the darker side of the Internet and all the crazy stuff that kind of happens there. The second verse really cuts deep. Um, they sing, if you want to feel good and lose a few pounds, just hit subscribe. I followed because lately I felt ugly inside. There's no such thing as climate change. Don't worry about the hurricanes. Oh, by the way, how'd you get your account monetized? And I just think there's so much to unpack there. Right. Of like yeah. the Internet really is just like you're you're walking down a mall with a lot of people screaming at you a bunch of different things. <laughs> and, you know, like that's always the visualization I have as I scroll through like Instagram or TikTok. Like, hey, do you want to lose a few pounds? Click to, you know, to subscribe. Like, that's the way you're going to lose weight. Um, you know, oh, don't worry about climate change, like all of that. And oh, by the way, how'd you get your account monetized? Like, how are you making money? I want to make money. Um, so I just thought from that point of view, it was a very clever song, but also a little traumatizing because it just made me realize what a mess the internet can be. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I mean, it really does kind of like take you down different rabbit holes as you're scrolling through and just seeing all these different ideas coming at you. So yeah, really well done song. Uh, all right. Your last pick, you went with the keeper by the pretty reckless and Elaine Johannes. Yeah, so shout out to listener Chad, uh, who's a subscriber to our newsletter, and he replied back to remind me that The Pretty Reckless has a new album coming out this year. So thank you, Chad, for for pointing that out and for being a, a, a newsletter subscriber. Always fun. We ha send out newsletters every two weeks and kind of shout out new music and what's going on. So I wanted to highlight this here as a reminder to others as well that The Pretty Reckless has a new album. Um, this one is... An acoustic version, you know, of, of this song, um, Alan uh, plays the guitar on this. I just thought, like, for someone who has such a hard rock sound, um, Taylor does, that she just has such a beautiful voice when it's kind of isolated and it's just playing on top of, of this really soft guitar play. It's just a beautiful song. You know, it has such like a gritty element to it, like her voice. And so it's, it's really interesting to kind of hear that grittiness again on top of like very beautiful, mellow guitar play. Um, so yeah, like very excited to kind of hear this version of, of her singing voice. And, you know, we talk about all the time about how talented people are. You know, she had huge acting career and now she's got this huge rock career and she can also you know, just sit with a guitar being played and, and sing beautifully. So I'm very, very um, impressed with her for sure and, and excited to hear her new album this year. Yeah. And this was a Chris Cornell track originally. I think he had written this song for a movie called Machine Gun Preacher. And um, the, the song thematically kind of relates, I guess, to the movie, which I haven't seen. So, you know, a little bit of a disconnect there, but it's still a really beautiful song. And I agree with you, like her voice really shines through and just, you know, with the guitar there. I mean, I, I thought it was just a really, uh, really cool to listen to. I mean, just just really well done. Nice. All right. Last track here. Um, total vibe shift to, to round out the, the mix. It is California by Mount Westmore, Snoop, Ice Cube, E-40, and Too Short. Okay, I did not know this was happening, that these four guys had gotten together and were putting out this album. So all I saw was Mount Westmore. So I'm just kind of searching for new music. So I'm like, all right, let me check this out. And then this is the opening track. I, first of all, this is probably going to be a no-skip album for me because yeah. once this one started and went right, to, it was kind of hard to pick one. I, I went with California because obviously thematically, I mean, that's that's where these guys are from. That's what they're shouting out, right? 
Um, but I mean, it's incredible. Like if you like these four guys, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, E-40, and Too Short, this album has such a cool like 90s throwback to it, right? Like if you like their original stuff, they, there is nothing real experimental about what they're doing here. Um, but it sounds just awesome. Um, so yeah, love this track. Uh, you know, a ton of California references there. So if you're from there, I think you'll really appreciate this one. Um, but yeah, just listen to the whole album because every track is just so good. I, my top note on this one was that if it wasn't clear, this song is about California because (laughs) they just keep repeating California throughout the track. (laughs) So I loved that. Um, this one was one, you know, I, I hit play, um, I had my headphones on. I was kind of doing some housework to listen to this mix for the first time through. And it was kind of fun because as the voices came on in this track, I was like, oh, awesome. Snoop is here. Oh, my God. Ice Cube. Like, you know, those <laughs> such recognizable voices, uh, you know, who have had huge prolific careers in, in the rap industry. So um, really, really awesome. Yeah, I will check that album out. I'm, I'm very intrigued. I, I love all these guys. So pretty cool. I, I thought that this song could easily belong on my birthday mix from last year which i said was like a hip-hop confidence mix i feel like this has that vibe to it like a lot of strut energy on this one you just kind of want to play play it and roll with it you know as you're feeling good about yourself so nice pick yeah and there's definitely a few more confidence picks on this one too so yeah just just roll through the whole album i don't think i don't think you'll be sorry um but there you have it another super awesome mix for your collection uh this time it is new music for the month of january and like we said at the top we're going to be doing this every month, so you don't have to keep up with new music. We'll take care of that for you. Uh, follow along on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix and all uh, all social media at Super Awesome Mix. We'll get to work on our new next mix. But for Samer, this is Matt, and we'll see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop DLMSupplyCode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's DLMSupplyCode.com.